0: Hello and welcome to Podiatry Practice Mastery. Don here. Uh, welcome to the ninth out of 20 little takeaways from the recent uh, AAPPM um, Lago Mar uh, retreat there. That was fun. Uh, number nine, we're going to talk today about some tips on y- using imaging. Uh, it, it was uh, reminded to me, and I, I've seen this before, I haven't really tried it, but I just wanted to just share with everyone. Uh, there's a couple of different philosophies behind using x-rays in the office we all have x-rays we all um, maybe have ultrasound um, maybe you have um, in each treatment room sometimes you have to use the old films I don't know if many people use the old films anymore but um, the, the takeaway I had uh, from this there's this, this gentleman and he used a uh, cotton-tipped applicator to show uh, the, tar- the, 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 the talo first metatarsal like angle or like it should be a straight line. And when there is a break in that, he kind of broke it with the cotton tip applicator. Kind of He held it up maybe to the computer screen and he kind of showed where this line should be straight. Um, that, goes, that kind of goes right down the talus into the first metatarsal. But many times we know that if there is a, you know, a break in there, it can show that there's pronation and uh, a need to kind of correct or realign that. And it's, it's kind of a, a visual example. I know we know on, on physical exam, and he uses this as an example to explain uh, about orthotics stupation. So that's, that's one way you can do it with, with the actual. I, I like the idea of you can crack it, just showing, hey, this should be straight and this isn't straight. Um, a couple of other ideas you can do. You can use a, a foot model uh, to show that as well, how that pronation causes that to collapse in the midfoot region. Uh, you can also use a, an x-ray. This is what I do. I have a, a laminated x-ray that I have uh, front and back. So I have an AP and I have a lateral. And then I, I show this and I have it on the screen of the computer and I show kind of what a normal one looks like and so they can see the difference. Uh, and there's like a whole other philosophy that I was talking to one other doctor and uh, he said he doesn't even show the x-rays because as you know, a lot of times the patients don't know what they're looking at and they just look at the little sesamoid bones and they ask about what are those sesamoid bones. He just tells people what they have and what they need. I personally don't like to do it that way. I like to show them the x-rays and even a step further, I like to have them take a picture of the x-rays with their cell phone. So it's a way of of they can get a copy of it. We don't do... Uh, we used to like burn CDs for patients. We don't do that anymore. I just have them take a picture. And uh, yes, it's HIPAA, um, but it's their own HIPAA. It's what they're doing. Like it's their own pictures, their own images, so they can do whatever they want with it. I'm not uh, putting it on uh, anything on- online or anything like that. So that, that's one way of, of using x-rays. Uh, I, I get x-rays on, on most of my patients uh, when they come in. Um and another uh, recommendation was if you're doing it for heels, for example, if you're looking uh I get thing, getting them even though the foot pains in one foot, doing it bilateral so you can compare. For example, if there's heel spurs on both and only on one side has pain with plantar fasciitis, uh by doing bilateral x-rays, you can rule out if there's any uh any other issues with that. So anyway, just something to, to think about with the x-rays. Um I, I, I have these patient presentations that I use. If you've list listened around, you, you can look at mine. If you go to uh, patientpresentations.com, you can get all of mine. It's the one I actually use in the treatment office. They'll have uh, x-ray images that I show them. And a lot of times they'll ask me, are these my x-rays? I'll say, no, these are just kind of my example x-rays that I use. Uh, another thing about imaging is ultrasound. I'm a big advocate of, of ultrasound And in in Massachusetts, we can't, we don't get paid by Blue Cross Blue Shield. There was some restriction here where I have to be certified to read ultrasounds or something like that, and so I had to present so many cases. It just wasn't worth it for us. So what we do is we just charge patients uh, for the ultrasound. The way I do it is I charge $100 for the ultrasound, and that's as many as I want to do. So I'll charge the first one. And then any other future ones, I don't charge them. So I'm not charging them $100 every time. If I'm doing just an ultrasound-guided cortisone injection and it's not covered, I'll just charge $50 for that. That's just kind of what works for me in the office. But we do quite a a bit of of ultrasound reads. My recommendation when you're starting with ultrasound is, uh, first of all, get a good ultrasound. Uh, Don't go cheap on it. And uh, do them for free initially. Just do it on everyone so you can learn about how, how, to, how to read the anatomy. And uh, if you go to, once again, the, the, my patient presentations, uh, I have an ultrasound slide deck. So I actually use these slide decks. When I do an ultrasound, I'll show them what it's going to look like, kind of what anatomy I'm looking at to simplify it for the patients. Because if I show it to them first, then they can understand a little bit more, and then I'll, then I'll do the ultrasound and show it to them. Otherwise, they don't know what they're looking at. So anyway, those are some of my tips uh, from from the APPM meeting. I'd love to know what other tips you have. Please uh, email me, don at podiatrypracticemastery.com. Let me know what your thoughts are. Um, Sorry if if some people don't show any x-rays. I just tend to do. I'm just giving my opinion, but I'd love to hear yours. Uh, Let me know. Okay, thanks, guys.